What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go, go, go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We got to acknowledge it, right? Yeah. It's a vibe, right? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. I mean, if y'all can see, if y'all watching on YouTube right now, it is a vibe. It is a vibe. Yes. <clears throat> and shout out to all our Spotify uh, Apple Podcast listeners, we don't want to forget about, about y'all, but right now, we in studio, and it's looking good, it's feeling good. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great, man. Happy to be here. Man, this is a special a special episode. So, we kind of alluded to it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we talked about my travel journey. Yeah. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, left, we left out some other details. Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm only bringing this up for a few reasons. Number one, the spirit of consistency. Yeah. Right? In twenty less than twenty four hours, because if y'all watch uh, Financial Freedom Fast Lane, check it out. I, I gave more details there. The twenty four hours after after landing in beautiful Colombia, no knock. I was to about to say just don't just don't knock my city. No bro. knock to the country. Okay, no knock to the city, uh, right? Uh, but I unfortunately uh, got robbed at gunpoint. Right as soon as I pull up to his spot, right, and so we had a decision to make. I had a decision to make. I'm like, well, we do have an episode to record this week. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna record it? Yep. Um, how we gonna record it? How we gonna record it? Yeah, didn't have podcast equipment. I brought my podcast equipment out there, but we yeah. still got it done. And so I'm just, I'm just excited that we didn't let that bump in the road um, derail us from showing up for y'all. Because I mean, that, that could yeah. that was a, that was a if it was ever if it was ever a reason to not show up, that was <laughs> that was the reason not to show up. But like, I look I look at it like, you know, because there's no reason for you to have. In my opinion, got robbed at front of my apartment. Like right. I live in a nice neighborhood, and, and Columbia is a again. If y'all ever visit Medellin, Colombia, it is a beautiful place. But like the, for that circumstance to happen, I feel like it was a test. Like, all right, this is to see how serious you all are going to be about this thing, right? Right? Like, are y'all gonna let this make you? Like, are y'all gonna let it break you? Because you came out there for us mm-hmm. to plan out the rest of the year, the rest of the podcast, what we were doing for the community, right. what we're doing with the Melanin Money Movement, mm-hmm. and normally. Normal people, normal circumstances, that would have happened. Their whole plan would have got derailed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they would have, they would have just like, all right, next time we get together, we're gonna do this. But we were able to to get your stuff recovered and handle all that stuff. But we were yeah. still able to get what we what you came to Columbia for done, which I think was just a testament of like, all right, people who are serious are not gonna let my you know my minor or major inconvenience to stop them. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like y'all, like and this and it, we're 10 days outside of that experience, right? You know, got my laptop back. We're still going. Like we're not hitting the pause button. Mm-hmm. And you know, different people are gonna have they have their thoughts on some people say, oh take take your time, you know, like really take time to process it. I can respect that. Yeah. But for me, I when something like that happens or anything happens, I I like to get as close to normalcy as possible. I don't want it to completely derail because all it's gonna do is remind me mm-hmm. of the situation. Right. So it's like Let's keep pushing forward. Let's keep making it happen. Keep showing up for y'all and tapping on this podcast. Another thing I want to shout out, shout out to God, right? Like I got back on Saturday, literally going through customs and a guy in customs, he was like, well, I'm glad you made it back because you hear about what happened in Mexico. Mind you, I'm out of, I'm kind of disconnected. I, didn't, yeah. I don't know what happened in Mexico, but apparently, did you hear about what happened in Mexico? Nah. Yeah, so like um, uh, I think some people went out there for a trip or some girl went out there to get a BBL or something and two guys, end, Americans end up dead. 
I think she ended up dead too. Um, crazy scenario. So mind you, I'm still kind of traumatized. He's like, he's like telling me this in the moment of me just getting back on US soil. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I'm glad you made it back. I'm like, so yeah. I say all to say, shout out to God because that scenario could have went a lot of different ways. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go in, go into detail in this podcast. If you want to learn about that situation, check out our other show on the network. And then last but not least, I want to shout out my man Carter Cofield. Right. So I was going to see him. Right. And so obviously some people might think like, oh, well, yeah, like he maybe he felt guilty. So, of course, he's going to show up for you when you come to see him. Maybe. But the way that you showed up for me, bro, in real time, I already had so much respect for you as a brother and a business partner. Mm-hmm. But it just took it to a whole new level. He literally gave me the clothes off his back. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And lucky you in shape because <laughs> because like if we ain't wear the same size. That right. was just on you, bro. You was going to be like a tricky. mad snug for the, for right. the next couple of days. Yo, my God. Uh, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Took me to Zara, gave me a credit card. Can I get, back, a can, can I get my MS card back? Yeah, I got it right here, man. Not only, uh, do I got, and not only do I got the Amex card back for you, I got something else for you, too. I got something else for you, too, bro. So, you remember how you, you know, you sent me so much, hey, bro, I know you got you know, to watch it. You got to watch a guy I'm looking for a particular roly. I might, it might be something in that box for you. It might, it might be something in that box for Y'all you. Y'all see know. this? I mean, first of all, it might be bro, something in that box for you. This better not be, bro. Bro. It might, it might, it might be something in that box for Hold you. Hold on, Trap. Hold on. Move that, move that thing out the way there. Move that thing out the way there. Yo, this is crazy. Yo. Official. Welcome Am to the I club. part of the club now? You're part of the club, brother. Let me open this thing. How you, oh, it's, it's, just, it's come open from the top. Okay. It's his first one, y'all. Y'all give him some grace. Hey, look, give, give, give me a break, y'all. <laughs> I'm not used to nice things. I am not used to nice things. Yo. This is nice. Y'all see this? Fire. Clean. Clean. Two-tone. Because I, 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 oh, let, me, let me put this on right now. And, and, and we got, the, got got you the clasp on there, so it gets extra classy. The fold-over clasp. Oh. You know all of them don't come like that. Okay. So, y'all, if y'all, if y'all watching on YouTube, uh, this is a two-tone Rolex, y'all. So, this is what we're going to do. On the air, on the air, we're gonna do this right now. What are we gonna do? We're gonna retire Michael Kors <laughs> off my wrist for the rest of my life. <laughs> we are gonna retire Michael oh. Kors off my wrist for the rest of my life. And let me put this yo, go to the club, bro. Bro, did you already get it fitted? Does it, yeah, I already got it fitted. It fits my wrist perfectly. Yeah, I already got it fitted, bro. Bro, <sighs> to get educated, yes. So if we're the same size, you know, the, his wrist should be about the same size too. So, Duh. my guy, <laughs> you in there? You in I'm there. in there like swimwear. You know, you get something like, man, it's nice, but then you gotta go, you gotta go get the links taken yeah, out. Yeah, because you wanna wear it right now. Like, yeah. is it is it too tight or is it straight? It's, it's straight. It's okay. bro, it's straight. Yeah, the extra links are in there just in case if you need everyone to adjust it. Hey, yeah. Hey, I am officially part part of the Rolex gang thanks to my brother, and this is. So, so so let me just tell you what happened. So in, in Colombia, like you know, when the situation happened, like I'm like, bro, it sucks, but like you with me, like he go some outfits, he go some money, he go a credit card. Like the last thing we go worry about is money right now. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Like we we, right. we, 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 we we'll do what we have to deal with. But the last thing we go worried about is like money and like things being taken care of. And that's why like having dope friends is so is, is important. But also having friends and just that in situations where like. 
the money is not an issue. Right. You know what I'm saying? That would have been the whole thing. It's like, yo, when you when you gonna send like I know I'm holding you down right now, but can your wife maybe like deposit the money in my account? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was no if, if your wife sent it to me, then I'll, I'll, I'll give it good. to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing like that. It was like, you know, I ate what he ate, you know what I'm saying? It was no no expense spared and made a less than desirable situation a lot better. And so I just wanted to publicly appreciate you and thank you, bro. And um, yeah, man. That's a brotherhood, man. I appreciate you, brother. How much is this? A little, a little like eight, you know, you know. What? 18, 19. 18, 19? So I got 20,000 on my wrist. Like, yeah, like, make sure, make sure you get that insurance. I sent you the link already. <laughs> make sure you get that insurance. The last thing, I need, last thing we need is right. to get taken away from me. Right, right, right. So, uh, so you're in the gang, man. Roll the gang. Roll the gang. Good, you know what's, what's funny, bro? Like, literally yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, um, you know, we had a massive amount of it in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's me, Dion, Kenny, and like all the you know, high level entrepreneurs, bunch of seven figure earners. And at one point in the room, uh, everybody like put their watch in the middle on some like Power Ranger. Yeah. You know, everybody like, hey man, roll the game. Everybody put their watch in. It's like, took a big picture. And I had to like just. Just gracefully back out the room because I didn't have one. <laughs> you could have had the Michael Kors in the no, like, bro. No, I would. I, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I had to gracefully back out the picture. Yeah. So now they do this shit again today. It's, it's, it's gonna be a different it's, type it's of up. time. It's up. It's up. It's up. It's up. Nah, man. Welcome to the club, bro. Welcome to the club, man. Feel a little bit different. Ain't gonna lie. Hey, y'all yeah. thought I was bougie before. Wait, <laughs> wait till you get a hold of me. Why? <laughs> because I'm bougie. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. So let's get into it, man. Um, couple, couple of current events and things. So I saw Michael Jordan is potentially selling his 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 stake in the Hornets. Yes. Talk about a come up. I think he bought it for like 180 million. 180 million, and he's supposed to sell it for 1.7 billion. Right? 1.7 billion. Crazy. Now I'm from Charlotte, so I'm just like. I mean, I, the team ain't been that good for a little while now, mm. so I don't know if it's a if it's a leadership thing. I don't know what it is. So I'm interested to see if it, how it plays out. But I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a little come up. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it just it shows that he first of all he invested in what he knows. Mm -hmm. like we always tell you know people invest invest in what invest in what you know. Facts. In, 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 invest in what you know because like you're able to take that to a whole nother level and you just feel so, so much more secure in your investment when you understand what you're investing in. Like, mm -hmm. basketball player, I'm investing in a basketball team. Was it 2007, 2008? We, Roughly, yeah. So about you know, 10 to 13 years, he mm -hmm. got a crazy return on his investment. Crazy return on his investment. And that's, we, we just, as a people, we need to invest more. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Like, yeah, if, if you know real estate, invest in real estate, if you know stocks, invest in stocks, if you know watches, invest in like Rolex has been the top investment in the last 24 months yep. over stocks, real estate, Go anything else is the mm -hmm. highest depreciating asset over the last twenty four months. So if you're a watch guy, you invest in watches. Invest in what you know. You know? Like it's, it's just it's, there's going to be a higher return on investment, and you have a higher risk tolerance right. because you understand it. 
Big facts. Speaking of investing what you know, I think Tyler Perry, uh, Tyler Perry, Diddy, and Byron Allen mm-hmm. are all bidding or have expressed interest in buying BET, media company. So Tyler Perry, right? He has, I think that was a chess move. So he put like a bunch of his shows on their network like within the past like two years. And so now he's like, yeah, I want to want to buy the company. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And I, I think that um, the, the dopest part about that to me is like, obviously, you know, be, black people have been, you know, supporting BET for all these years, all these years, these decades, but right. we didn't own it, right? So now if we own it, especially Tyler Perry, like, you know, owns it and Diddy or whatever, like they're able to like, Put the things that they created, making the band, all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, oh yeah, all, yeah, you know, all that stuff, there, and like just bring us back to the two thousands with those right. episodes and re airing yeah. those. That that'd be that'd be super dope. And then again, I would watch BET a lot more because I know I'm supporting my own kind, right. and you know we're not being taken advantage of. So that that'd be super dope if they were able to. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm all about acquisition. Um, like I invest in private equity myself. I just matter of fact, I gotta. <laughs> I got a, a, a deposit the other day. I was like, man, I don't do nothing for this. But anyways, I, I love being able to buy something and not have to do anything for the money. Mm-hmm. Like your money literally making, which I mean, it technically is all investments, but it's nothing like it being truly passive and you don't have yeah. to like do nothing for it, right? So we'll see how that plays out. Hey, you know, Diddy, you know what I'm saying? We, we might be able to throw a couple thousand on it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? saying? You know I got a rollie on that. Anything's possible. You know what I'm saying? But speaking about having, speaking about having dope friends and, um, you know, like, it's one thing to have dope friends. It's another thing to do business mm, with friends, that's right? Um, so, obviously, you know, we've been we've been doing a lot of episodes here lately uh, with no guests. Y'all will see some guests here soon. It's almost like, you know, you drop an album and you wonder if the album's going to be popping without features. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we proved that, you know what I'm saying, the album, we can hold our own on the album. Yep, you know what I'm yep, saying? We don't yep. need no features. But um, but I, I said I have to say, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that you guys probably haven't seen Jacqueline in a while. Um, uh, she is at this time no longer a part of the Melanin Money podcast. However, um, we are in full support of everything she's doing. So yeah. for y'all try to clip this up and think it's something messy or drama, understand there's yeah. nothing like that. Um, it's shout just, out to Jacqueline. Shout now. out to Jacqueline, right? Make yeah. sure y'all show her some love. Uh, you know, blow her page up. Um, she's just focused on other things right now. We're going to continue to focus on the show. Um, but just wanted to address that uh, because I know she hasn't been on the show in a while. And so we thought what better episode to talk about doing business with friends, not specifically related to our situation, but just things that we thought about. Cause I'm, we're not, I'm not the first friend you've done some level of partnership collaboration with yeah. or vice versa. Right. So what are some lessons learned and some things just in general that people should consider, right. When doing business with friends. Um, if we could play a pitch and catch with this. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 the main thing that sticks out to me is that like, you have to be able to have, if you can't have tough friendship conversations with that mm-hmm. person, that you won't be able to have tough business conversations with that person. Right. So I'm not doing business with anybody who we haven't had a tough conversation yet. Right. So like if, if we if we're friends and we haven't had a falling out yet, then how good how good of friends are we? Yeah, facts. you know what I'm saying. Facts. So like if we haven't had a falling out yet or had tough conversations in our friendship, then I'm more than sure we're not going to be able or it's going to be super awkward mm-hmm. to have tough conversations in our business relationship. So yeah. I personally you know, wouldn't do business with a friend that we, you know, we haven't gotten to there to where we're just comfortable having uncomfortable conversations yeah. because it's going to come up. It's going to happen. Facts. Like somebody's, you know, like, so one, one, one analogy we always use is having a friend is cool, 
but then having that friend move in with you or being, a, being your right. roommate yeah, is a whole yeah, different yeah. thing. You still love them as a friend, right. but you hate the fact that they leave the cereal bowl in the sink. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like that's going to happen in business too. So you want to really, really get to know that person um, because if not, then the business relationship is going to ruin the friendship as well. Facts. And that's, you, you don't want that. Yeah. Personally, I've, money is money. You can make money. Yeah. Making money is easy. But losing a friendship that you actually enjoy because... Uh, of, the, of the business is, is, not, is never good, right? Yeah. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. One thing I think is super important is overlooked is complementary value add. Mm, that's a right? fact. Okay. Because a lot of times people think that it's like, oh, we both do this well. We both like, like we should go in business together. Mm, no, because then who's going to do the other stuff, right? It's like you got something you want to. Yeah, I mean, if both because if, if both of y'all are doing the same thing, one of y'all is not needed. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. You know, that's, and, and, to, and to your point, that's a tough conversation that you need to have proactive. Because what happens is people get into business and they think automatically, like, we're in business, everything has to be 50-50. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, like, well, is it 50-50? You know what I'm saying? Like, just on a business level. Not that, like, you're not, you're not a valuable person to the, to the world, but, like, yeah. in this business, does it make sense for it to be 50-50? And sometimes it, it doesn't. And what ends up happening is you'll start to resent that person when the money starts coming. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, like, you ain't like doing the project back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, hold on now. You got too much dip on your chin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Like, so you have to, it's, it's, but it's also okay. Like sometimes people want, they, they think that they want to be equal partners, but don't one bring equal value or do equal work. And sometimes you don't want, like, for example, we have the way our business is set we have multiple pillars and we're not, there's certain areas we like GA, you got that certain areas. I'm like, yo, run the play on that. I'm gonna do my part. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and we're compensated accordingly based upon what we, not only just what we bring to the table, but what we want to do. There's certain mm-hmm. things that for us, it's about business and lifestyle alignment. It's mm-hmm. not just how much money can I make. Right. Right. And sometimes people, when people go into partnerships, it's like, I want to be 50, 50, cause I want to get, you know, 50% of the bread. Well, are you going to bring 50% of the value, do 50% of the work, work and you know what I'm saying? And lose 50% of the sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the other thing is just understanding that having complimentary value at Looking at that roll again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's nice, bro. It's, it's icy, bro. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I had to get you right. I said, hey, man, give me the cleanest one you got, man. You know yeah, yeah. But so in, in that same vein, bro, with having comp- complimentary skills, I think it's dope because then this one less person needs to be hired, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, we always tell people to focus on your strengths is higher for your weaknesses. Yep. But if my business partner can handle one of the weaknesses, that's one less person that we got to hire out right. the gate. You know right. what I'm saying? When we're starting this new venture. But I think the other thing that is extremely important mm-hmm. that people fail to realize is that when you go into business with somebody, you need to make sure that their financial. Ooh, you just took, I knew you was going to say you that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You have to make sure that their finances are in a place that aligns with the business of where you are. So the reason I think we work so good together is because we both make money mm-hmm. outside of this business, right. which allows us to come to this business with a whole new set of, um, you know, strategic moves, right? Like right. I'm not hitting you up at AG. Like, can you send me the money from last right. week's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we, like, it's like, if you go into yeah, business with your yeah. partner and you are financially straight right. and they're penny pinching, 
mm-hmm. it's just gonna make it's gonna make things awkward because like you know we all know in the beginning of a business like you probably not gonna get paid out for a little while right, right. and if they're needing the money from the business immediately Impressed. they're yeah. trying to sur- solve long-term problems with short-term solutions and that's mm-hmm. not going to be good for the business uh, for for example once one just happened 30 minutes ago right so when i my podcast equipment got taken i was like well shoot i'm looking at all the equipment in the studio now I'm like I got to get this. I got to get that. It's like, yeah, just get it from the, the, the business account. Yeah. I, and I wasn't even thinking about that because I originally bought the equipment before we started the podcast. Yeah. But if but if he was pressed about like, nah, bro, hey, listen, I know you came out to see me, bro, but hey, listen. But look, that, 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 that's actually your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with that, right? And so it's just like, you you got to, that's, I mean, that's huge. That's probably the most important one because if, if someone's penny pension or y'all are on different levels financially, it's going to be very, very hard to do business together. Mm-hmm. Right? So make sure that, and that's another tough conversation. You wouldn't buy, you wouldn't get into a marriage without knowing how much debt your spouse has or if they were in a good spot, right? So when you get into business, it's like, hey, ask those tough questions. How are you doing? What do you have going on? Is Are you going to have the economic stamina for us to not need money from this business today? Mm-hmm. And if they see how they move it, they might say, yeah, I'm straight, bro. They start squirming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you, then you know, like, like maybe, maybe why, not. Do, do we really need another one of those? Like, bro, yes, we need another microphone to shoot the pot. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, we can't just lean in. Yes, shut up, Mike. Oh man. Uh, another big one is a uh, character alignment, right? Because money is important, right? Like I always say, if you, it is important. I want to get it twisted. If you, if you sitting in a room with a bunch of guys and get no money, that's a nonprofit. Okay, it's not this. You know what I'm saying? Like, go get some money for sure. But it's a five grown man sitting in a room. <laughs> it's a nonprofit. Y'all ain't no money in here. It's a nonprofit. I just walked into a nonprofit. What we got going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but character alignment is huge, man. Because some people would want to do money grabs. Some people would do anything for money, and you don't you don't want to be in a guilty by association scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like they can go run up the bag, but behind the scenes, the moves that they make, the the person that they are now is spilling over into the business, right? Because at the end of the day, I don't really believe in compartmentalization. I think you are who you are, especially mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, right? Yep. Maybe in corporate America, code switch, you know what I'm saying? Go and put the do-rag on, you get in the car, <laughs> maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in entrepreneurship, it's like you are who you are, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like if you're dealing with somebody who's has legitimate character flaws or just differences that don't align with yours, that could put a strain on the relationship. Yeah, right? yeah. Or the business, rather. Yeah, and I, and I think that's important because... um. Like if especially when as you grow as you all grow right and like you might you might get brand partnerships you like bro right. like we're not sponsoring that company they don't, they're not in alignment with what we're trying to do here bro they're gonna but give they, us this bag yeah, though yeah it's like no bro like exactly right. so I I don't I don't do short term business with right. people with bad character and like I have to vet and I was talking about this with um with one of my uh, homies uh, a couple of days ago I'm like bro. He about, to, he about to go into a business venture with somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how long have you known this person? Mm-hmm. Like a couple of weeks. I'm like, bro, watch the people before you do business with them. Just watch them. Right. Like, All right, I'm going to see he did that. Okay, okay, he did that. Because like patterns are going to show up uh-huh. with people. 100%. All the time. So I, I have to know somebody. I have to watch them. Like, I want to see, like, what are you going to do on your launch? Mm-hmm. How hard are you going to go on your own launch? If you if you go this hard on your launch, right. we do our launch. Like, you right. ain't going to put more effort in that than you did on your own. So, like, Facts. I really just sit back and watch people, man, because it's so important. You don't get to, like, a, a brand is built over time, but it can be destroyed overnight. Overnight. You know what I'm saying? And when you put your brand with somebody else's brand and they do something that's unethical, like, your brand is going down with them. 
You know what I'm saying? So we got to be Facts. extremely strategic. And like me and you, we work so hard on building our own personal brands that we're coming together. We know it's going to be it's gonna be dope. I know like you're not about to sacrifice your brand for anybody. Facts. I'm not going to sacrifice my brand for anybody. So together is going to lift each other up. Um, and you just got to be very, very strategic, man, because, you know, we, don't, we only get one shot at this, you know, like, only get one as, shot. as far as I know. And yeah. I, I think that, you know, that's that's something that most people don't think about before going into business. Yeah. Like. So, for example, like me and Carter met at a, uh, a conference in what, 2019. Yeah. And we formally got in business together in 2021. Right. So two years. I mean, and we vibed immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't go into business together until a couple of years. Um, and so that's key. Like you can't like just don't rush. Just say, again, the same way you wouldn't rush into a relationship or a marriage is the same way you wouldn't rush into business. And that's why some of y'all relationships don't be working out. Yeah. Right? Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. Looking you for see that, somebody that, that next best thing. Right. <laughs> looking for that. You know what I'm saying? They look good, smell good, and then you want to you move in together. Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what are yeah, we doing? Yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, so it, uh, this, is a good, this is a good point. So I think people rush into relationships. Mm-hmm. Because they're not comfortable being single. Mm. And I think people rush into business partnerships Speak because they're they not comfortable being an entrepreneur on their own. Ooh. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's facts. Because they're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? But like, I can't hold myself accountable. I don't really know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't really know how to push myself. Okay, let me, let me partner with you because together, like, but it's like, if you're not happy on your own, mm. if you can't stand on your own to feed on your own, then it's not going to work. With somebody else. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. I think people rush into business relationships because they're not yet comfortable or haven't um, doing d- d- completed the proper inner work mm. to become a, a standalone entrepreneur. So they're rushing into business partnerships to try to find something that they can't find within themselves. You said you just said the bar. Yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, that's, that's the whole. That's I'm the whole. good at this, bro. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this, dog. You partnered with me for a reason, dog. There you go. There you go. I mean, we've had moments, and this and this is this trend has carried through even when we were just we started like mastermind together in 2019. Yeah. Like he would go on a trip and I'm like, cool, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stay dialed in. He would come back and I would have some stuff for him. He would, I would go on a trip, vice versa. And the same thing holds true in our business right now. Mm-hmm. He just did something like, yo, I gotta show you this thing on YouTube. We got it, we're gonna turn YouTube up. Yeah. I showed him something new feature we just unlocked in the club. He blew my, made, blew my head off. You know what I'm saying? And so blew it's like those, right and that's how you know it's complimentary because if I can't get work done without him, right, then that means. I, Right, we're, we're probably not on the same page. It's, yeah. like, it's like okay, like well, I can only do this if Carter's involved because I can't stand on my own two feet. Mm. Right, he can run a play, go get it, and then let me know once the play has been ran. Mm. Like yo, I did this for us, we good, and vice versa. And that's when you know you're in a good business relationship, right? Um, another thing that's really key is vision alignment. Right, mm-hmm. y'all got to be on the same page from a vision standpoint because. If we in business for a long time and a good time, mm-hmm. right? But we got to be on the same page with where we're headed, where we're going. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things I like about our partnership too is that we're both, you know, CEOs, visionaries, etc. But in this business, in certain areas of this business, you really trust me to like yeah. get in my visionary bag okay. and just be like, "Yo, bro, this this is what I this is what I got. This is what yeah. this is what I see." And even if like in the moment you're not. You don't a hundred percent see. You still trust trust it, and then when it catches up, like yo, bro, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think it was like it, it, it goes back to that complimentary thing. Because one thing I'll let you all in on me and GA's relationship. Like I can see, I, I'm the type of person. Let me see the step in front of me. Okay, like I don't want to look up and see how far, how many steps I got to take. I'm a one step at a time guy because I can't. I just can't see that far. And it's like one of the things that I just 
I'm a CEO, but I am not a visionary visionary. And this man right here, this man has binoculars on at all times. Like I, I'm, I'm looking at the road ahead of us. This man, it has a telescope. Like, hey man, <laughs> ten miles down, bro. We gotta make the right turn. I'm like, bro, that's ten miles down the road, dog. <laughs> like, but don't, don't forget about that right turn. But it, yeah. it's so dope because the reason I trust him as a visionary is because I can't see that far. So the, the fact that I know that I have somebody that can see that far, it allows me to be that much more comfortable just handling the day-to-day, -day, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I know I don't have to look up from what's directly ahead of us right. because I have somebody already out, you know, on, on a scout team looking out far ahead. Right. So, like, the fact that, you know, we'll, we'll be working on something, he's like, bro, in 2025, what is we going to do? I'm like, all right, bro, like, cool. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let, let's, let's do it, bro. But, like, yeah. right now, like, I can only see this, but I love so I love it so much that you're seeing what, because it still energizes me knowing mm -hmm. that, that, oh, 2024, that you think that's right. possible, bro? All right, right. Well, you say less. Like, you know what and then what solidifies it and makes the trust go deeper is when we start to check off those milestones, yeah. right? So when we first started podcast, I said, yo, we got we to gotta do it in person. We got to do a tour. We got to do it. And as those things start to manifest, right, it's like, oh, wow, okay. So mm -hmm. we doing what we said we're going to do. And so then the trust, then it deeply embeds your trust in me because you like because you know that. I'm like, bro, you, you really said that? I was like, like bro, how, did you really know this was going to happen? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah. like, 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 even like, um, oh, big news coming soon. Big news coming soon. Big news coming soon. We're we, we going to say right, that. We're going to hold off on that. Yeah. But, yeah. but like, even with the bomber jackets and stuff that we're wearing right now, bro, like, you're like, bro, we go one day, we're going to have these jackets, bro, and we're going to have these hoodie and everybody going to be rocking our stuff. And then at my last event, like, we literally have a moment where everybody's in Melanin Millionaire hoodies and just like, it was just, I'm like, bro. Yeah. You said this shit a year ago. Like you, you gotta you gotta speak into existence, man. You gotta like what what, what Nip Hustle say? Either it's visionary, either I'm genius or these niggas scary. <laughs> Maybe it's both. <laughs> or it's balance I deliver daily. Yeah. Great philosopher Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Um another one is vulnerability and transparency. Oh yeah. Right. So, you know, Carter, me and Carter have a lot of similarities, but at the end of the day, we're still two different people with two different stories, two different journeys. Um, and so while we are so in alignment on so many areas, it's still so important for us to be like, for you to be transparent with me like, Hey, this is what I got going on in my life, in my business. I want to show up in this way, but you need to know this and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we have different dynamics. You know, both of us, you know, are really strong support systems for people that we love and in, 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 in our family and our lives. And so, you know, the moves that we make. It's not, it's not just about us, right? So not only is it not just about us in terms of who we impact, it's not just about us in terms of who is relying on our, us to be successful. You know what I'm saying? So that requires us to be vulnerable and transparent about, like, the moves that we make, the strategic, because, like, there's business decisions and there's brand decisions, mm -hmm. right? And then sometimes, you know, it feels good to do the brand things, but at the same token, it's like, well, yo, we got a, we got payroll, we got people to be, we got a lot going on. So I really appreciate the fact that we can be honest with each other um, and not derail the vision, but understand why we have to take the process that we have to take um, in order to get where we're trying to go. So I think that's huge, being able to be vulnerable and transparent. Yeah, yeah. And I think, it's, especially as men, it takes a certain level of trust to be that vulnerable with somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so, so as you were alluding to, you know, we both take care of our family. I take care of my sister. I take care of my aunt. I take care of my nieces. And so when it comes to money decisions in the business, like, we're able to say, be transparent. Like, look, if we do this, then I, I still need to be able to make money over here because I have a family to feed. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, and, I, and we also don't want to put the pressure on the business. But, you know, and I think that it's just, it's just dope to have those uh, transparent conversations because you just, right. you just grow and you, you, you trust each other more from that. And then you're able to just um, move in alignment better. You know what I'm saying? 
Facts. Facts. So let's take a quick break. Um, I want, I was thinking randomly about, cause we're both in our thirties. I'm a couple years older than Carter, mm-hmm. but like things that you should no longer do in your thirties. Right. <laughs> we can go there. Okay. Things that you should know. I know it's like a random break. But I just like was thinking about this. So number one, don't ask your friend to pick you up from the airport. Oh, we are too grown to be asking Let's your talk about friend it. to pick you up from the airport. Like, what are we? What are we talking about? So, so if somebody asks me to pick the, so here, here's one thing. Y'all can call me childish if y'all want to about this. I never ask people to help me move. I was that was that was the next okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. So to help me move and pick me up from the airport because I I never want somebody. To to ho- to hold it over my head, like right. remember that time I picked you up from the airport? Like yeah. no, like, I'm not picking you up. From the, I, I'm not actually picking me up. Even if you volunteer, I'm gonna say no, nah, bro. I got it. I'm like, good. Like literally, when I got here, Dion, like, hey, bro, you, you good from the airport? I yeah. say, yeah, I'm Uber black from the airport. I'll be <laughs> fine because I I, I love Dion to death. But if he ever come to Columbia, yeah. don't ask me to come pick you up from there. That is childish. That is childish. That is childish. It is a, ooh, like and reason it's childish because. I have to drive an hour there or for however long it takes me to get there and then that time back, right? So we both just wasted time, right? right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I wasted more time than you. Exactly. You came to see me. Yeah, you came to see me. Um, so, like, that's just something I, I, I've been staying on that ground for, for 10 years. Like, I yeah. Thought, yeah. And the moving thing was huge. I was like, like, people, somebody just recently, I'm like, I don't move myself, right? What do I like moving you? I don't even move myself. You know what I'm saying? I like breaking my back to, will you offer me some pizza? Like, you know what, I'm like, like what, what are we talking about? What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling, and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you because if you're listening to the Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can financial flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship. And right now you can test drive financial flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. Literally, bro, the last time somebody asked me to move, and luckily it was a female friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, can you help me move? I said, what's your zeal? I'll, I'll pay for your move. I am not like, cause like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I, like that just didn't, and, and I, I, I wanted to be like respectful mm-hmm. and not to say like, you know, why ain't you paying for your move? But like, right. say, can he help me move? I said, look, respectfully, I'm not going to help you. But like, <laughs> here's your Venmo movers. This about how movers yeah. cost. Now you don't got to move either. Right? Have just just trying yourself. to show. Just trying. Just trying to show you to have more respect for yourself in like the in like the kindest way. Like, look, right. here you go, baby girl. Also, have some more respect for yourself. Yeah, like, you like, know what I'm saying? Please. Like, we're too we're too grown for that. Another one. This this one is a little nuanced. But if you go, if you're coming in town, unless your friend has enough space in their house, right? Don't expect to stay there for like like a seven days. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like you crash overnight, got an airport in the morning too. Like, but like if we 30, 35 years old and you crashed on my couch for five, six, seven days, bro, if you don't go get somebody's hotel, because odds are at that age, the person has a spouse, has a spouse. You know what I'm saying? So now right. like, you know now, now your wife's like, is he so, so still downstairs? They get, they got to put their bra on. Like, bro, like we too grown. I know you trying to, you try to say, but I get it. I remember college days. I remember it. Early twenties. Mm. Yeah. I get it. We try to get the spot where we all can crap. We too grown for that. 
Yeah. Right? And also, like, as a grown man, how many days are you trying to sleep on the couch? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like for, for your, again, have more respect for yourself. Because, <laughs> gr- right. like, we all know, like, if you are, you're in your 30s and you are any, you know, like, odds are you're probably about six feet tall. Right. You know what I'm saying? Six feet tall, maybe a little bit less. You're probably about. Shout out to the short fellas. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah. You're probably, you're probably about buck 50 to 225. Right. That's a whole lot of man that you're putting <laughs> on the fucking couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am I am 6'1", 210 pounds. I am way too big to be, to be on the couch for multiple days, bro. Right. Your, your, your legs all falling. Yeah, you got yeah, to on the side yeah. of the couch. The couch ain't that big. In a, in a, in a, in a grown man in a fetal <laughs> position. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Now, I just thought that'd be a fun, a fun little uh, a no, break in the pipe. We, we, we should, we should, we should do like we should do that going forward. Actually, like let us know, like, comment um, on this on, on on this episode. If you if you would like every episode for us, just pick something in the middle and just go on a tangent because that. But that was great. I can talk about that for, for so yeah, long, dog. Yeah. Like like um, what's one? More? I want to do one more th- one more thing. You shouldn't be doing no more. 30s. Oh, this is good. We talked. We just talked about this. Yeah. Don't be drinking. Cheap liquor when you go. Oh out. God! No, because you just talked about right. this yesterday. Literally. You like, you like your bro. Like you said, man. Like I don't feel that good. You know, so like some of the ch- some of the cheap drinks that was, that I had yesterday. I said, bro, that was a choice. <laughs> but you like, you like people. People were buying you drinks. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so, like again, as an adult, like if somebody buys you a drink and it is bottom shelf, you accept it. Tip them. You put that. You, you know, you give them a nod. You put that drink down, and you go to the bar and you order a real drink, okay? <laughs> because you are gonna pay. You you either gonna pay. To get the good drink, mm-hmm. um, or in your thirties, you gonna pay for it the next day because them hangovers are different. Big facts. I got another one. Now that since we still going, since we still here, um, you're too old to be going on a vacation, and you can't afford to stay in a nice room. And you're penny pinching the whole time you're there. Just don't go on the trip. Again, like I remember the days you go on a trip, you get the cheapest hotel, Cancun, twenty five minutes away from the the main resort. Yeah. Well, you're too grown for that. If you can't, if it's not in your budget, it's not in your budget. Don't go on the trip, I right? Mean, and then you're, t- you're asking your friends, like, you know, say not to go to this restaurant. Or like, come on, bro. We too, we too grown. Oh, last one. In your thirties, you are too grown to be sharing a hotel room um, with somebody. Like, to to, to for two grown men to go on a vacation, <laughs> and we get the two queen beds. You heard me, like, like, hey man, like, stay on your side. I got my right. side. Like, hey man, you done in the bathroom, bro? Like, <laughs> the bathroom be the be the one. The back, a grown man blowing up the bathroom, right in a hotel room. And you got to take a shower. Oh, and it's steamy. Oh god, like, bro, we just too grown. For this. Matter of fact, my, one of my best friends lives here. Has a huge house, right? And this is the first time I'm staying in this house because, like, I'm a, I'm a little bougie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like I like my room service. I like my you know complimentary drinks at the Intercontinental. Y'all need to sponsor this podcast, by the <laughs> Um, and so it's my first time staying in this house, but it's like, yo, I'm grown. Yeah. Like I need my space, but that, that, that might be the most important one Two grow. I walk in, you got two grown, burly grown in the same hotel room. Like, what are we doing? Bumping shoulders, trying to brush your teeth. Yeah. You know, finishing that hey, let, let, let me get past bro. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Y'all. Uh, oh, we got, we, de- we definitely got to come up with uh, a segment, uh, a random tangent segment every time. Oh, that's hilarious. Man, that y'all. was that was fun. That was fun, dog. Oh man. All right. So as we wrap up on on this friend doing business with friends podcast, um, first and foremost, just like <laughs> I always envision it. This is too cool, man. Bro, are you done with the Iron Man? <laughs> 
Oh my God. That's crazy. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. As you said. That is pretty funny. Oh, oh man. And then, and then you try to went trying to sleep one watching one watching TV. <laughs> and they uh, got the <laughs> crusty feet out the sheets. Like, yo. Oh, snoring my God. and shit, bro. Like, the, oh. the storm be it too. Bro, I'm in legit tears. If y'all watching on oh. YouTube, I am in legit tears, dog. Oh, I remember them days all too well, right. bro. I remember that's the, the first time I'm, la- I'm literally I'm laughing in tears right now. <laughs> you know, sometimes people hit see you the DM yeah. like I'm, yo I'm crying right yeah, now. Yeah, but you're not crying. Huh? <laughs> <And> I'm, <laughs> I'm legit crying right now. Bro. Oh man, that's hey, that's hilarious. my fellas. Y'all understand that, man? If y'all ever because <laughs> man, to be honest, bro, my first time going to Cancun, bro, it was four of us in a room. That means not only it's four grown men sharing oh, beds, bro. No. It, was, it was tough, man. <laughs> God, thank you for getting me out of that. Who's who gonna get the foot of the bed? Who's gonna like? <laughs> you roll over, you bump his back. <laughs> hey, dog. <laughs> oh, man. That is too uh, funny. Uh, uh, that is hilarious. Dude, we add that. We add the segment every episode, bro. That, yeah. I told you. I told you. Uh, I didn't tell. So I told Carter, I was like, yo, this if we do this right, this will be one of our better episodes. Because uh, I just knew it was going to be organic. It was going to be in person. I was going to add that element. But yeah, that was, that was Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, try to wrap this up here. Um, number one, man, just when you're doing business with friends, make sure you are doing business with someone that you like. Matter of fact, like, just like marketing. Like, know, and trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Someone that you know, like, and trust. Actually know that person. I actually like them because we traveled again. Like last year, I mean, we're, we're about to kick, you going to go on a run here soon, but like last year we had uh, Black Equity Con, uh, Funnel Hacking Live. Like we're at all these places and it ain't like corporate America where you can turn it on, turn it off. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're with each other almost the whole day outside mm-hmm. of when you go to your hotel room and I go to mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and so like you got to like the person that you're doing business. It makes right. it that much better, right? Yeah. So make sure you know, like, and trust the person. Make sure you have vision alignment. Make sure you understand their work ethic. And make sure y'all gonna run up this bag so y'all not uh, uh, out there doing having a nonprofit. Profit, yeah, you know yeah, man. There's a space for that, yeah. right? But not in not in not in the actual business partnership, guys. So hopefully that was helpful. Um, you can do business with friends if you do it the right way. And uh, we'll see you on the guys on the next episode. Peace. Early game. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor, leave us a five-star review, and if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.